0: You are listening to Proudly Resents, the cult movie podcast.
1: To all you Proudly Resents listeners out there, just remember, you can't test on hospitality. I want to know it. I'm Eric Hagen Einheis. This
2: is Adam speaking with Proudly Resents. I'm Adam Felber. And
3: I'm
1: Paul Francis Sullivan. But Eric, you were nice
3: enough to oh, yeah, put man. us on the show. Come
1: come down to Retro Radio
3: Live. I mean, what
1: did you think about the uh,
3: show last night? We had on... Uh, Jeremy London. Jeremy London. And uh, I thought he was great. And uh, you only messed up once. You called him Jason once. No, no, no.
1: I, I made a Jason referral when I was referring to the Alicia Silverstone amazing video with Aerosmith. It was the
3: first thing Eric very smartly says, don't people confuse you with your brother? And he had all these funny stories that people insist he's his brother. <laughs> Four minutes later, Eric's like, you were great in that video. <laughs> he's like, that's my brother. Really politely. Uh, that was Jason. Um, I'm sorry. That and was I was like, like "Yeah, oh, oh what? <laughs> 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 what? My fault. And, My uh, bad. Yeah. And, and no one. And he brought up uh, addiction, but we never talked about um, his TV show. He's on Celebrity Rehab, right? But uh, that's not your thing. No. Nah. So why get in there? You know what? I it's talk a... about the thing that he actually does. Yep. <laughs> Forget it. it. He
1: did. He, did. he did, like, like, Tell hey, me wait, about your brother. It, like, a, yeah. Tell me more about rats. How much ass has your brother really got? But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Do you get any residual ass yeah. from that, basically? You, you get you any, any runoff? You still get any mall, mall rat ass? Well,
3: that was a big question. Right. Uh, it was actually, you should look it up at that episode on uh, Retro Radio Live with, with uh, not Jason, but uh, Jeremy mm-hmm. London. Yep. Paul Sullivan's here. We also call him Sully, maybe. You hear Just... that. Adam Felber, you might hear Felb. Myself, Spiegelman, you might hear Spiegs, don't get confused. Spiegelman. Ninehouse. House..: Nine Nine. Mr. Nine House. We're lucky to get Paul here. He does a website called SullyBaseball.com. That's you right. Check it out. Movie aficionado, movie director, mm-hmm. uh, producer of lots of things. Who's, who's your team? My team is the Boston Red Sox. I grew up in
4: New England, and, and I'm sorry, that's, I don't equate people's character with their team. If you're a Yankee fan, Wow, fine. I do. Well, see, that's because you're a bad human. Oh yeah, all right, right, right. Right. I'm a, I'm a Red Sox fan, but we talk about all sorts of baseball things on there.
1: What are your thoughts on when Nomar Garcia Parra put on the pinstripes? Were you like traitor, or like, yeah, he's going to sabotage the Yankees? Um, did he put on what? Did he put on a pinstripe suit? What did he when did he, he went he, to the
2: Yankees? Nomar now?
4: Yeah, way to do your homework there, buddy.
1: No, no, I'm saying no, when no, no, Nomar Garcia Para left was Jason Boston, he, yes, okay, and showed up in Yankee pinstripes. What was it a Halloween party? What was he doing in Yankee Pinstripes? He was playing baseball.
4: Was it a charity? Uh, not No More Garcia
1: Parra. Wow, I'm retarded. <laughs> wow, um, boy,
4: you did your. This is the Jeremy London, Jeremy yeah, <laughs> Jason this really London is. thing. See, wow, you way. know
1: what it is? I was thinking about No More Garcia Parra, Johnny Damon. You think Ga- Johnny Damon? I'm sorry, I will always applaud Johnny Damon. He was a member
4: of the 04 Red Sox when he went to look at. I never had any patience for Red Sox fans who got on him for saying you should have been loyal because he wasn't. Loyal. But you have no problem with the other three Red Sox fans. No, of course not. I'm saying that everybody gets on him. The fact that he was not loyal to the A's, he wasn't loyal to the Royals. We stole him from another team. We got a world championship out of him, and he went to another team. He wasn't loyal to his wife. Why should he be loyal (laughs) to some guy named Fitzy? We got a world championship (laughs) out of him. So, boom, that's all I need to know. Did you do the dance when George Steinmeier died? No, I actually thought George Steinbrenner was good for baseball. I was sad. I was sad when George Steinbrenner died. I thought he was. He made the Yankees more fun. Well, I don't know if he was a good guy, but he made he made he was like the Weinsteins. He Weinstein's made movies more fun. Steinbrenner made baseball more fun.
3: We're going to talk about a movie called The Quigley, and I know it's Paul's favorite movie. You talk about it constantly. You know it's not even the best movie with the name Quigley in the title. It's not Quigley down under <laughs> with Tom Selleck, which right. I have
4: also seen. Who's in this film, Paul? Academy Award nominee,
3: Gary Busey. Uh, also, oh. Curtis Armstrong, booger. Oz Perkins, who trivia question is whose grandson or whose descendant? Uh, he's descended from Anthony Perkins.
2: Right, so... descended this, in what way? Uh, you made it sound almost like cellular division there. I believe it's his son. Okay. I believe oh, it it, uh,
4: it's either his son
3: <gasps> or his grandson. I know, they're, I know they're directly in line. He played the young Anthony Perkins <laughs> in Psycho 2. Anyway, let's talk about this movie quickly. Stars Gary Busey, who right. is in the height. Can we just say we assume maybe it's not true? <laughs> if he ever did do drugs, the height of this time, if this was right, if he was high, that would have been the pinnacle.
4: <laughs> I have to say, I've never done drugs. I've never been high in my life. That's true. I can't imagine it's much different than watching the movie quickly.
1: <laughs>
4: it's, it's really... You watch the film. I've tried to describe this movie to people. Right. And they
3: look at me like, no, you're kidding. Well, this in, film in, doesn't... In a short sentence... <laughs> This guy's a horrible human being. Gary Busey owns a software company. He dies. Instead of going to heaven, they say you have to be a little cute dog first.
4: It's kind of like Oh Heavenly Dog with Chevy Chase when he turns
2: into Benji. Without the benefit of Chevy Chase. Or Or Benji. Benji. (laughs) Or Benji.
4: (laughs) It doesn't have the star power of Benji. They establish in the film, and it's really... Very sound film in terms of the three act structure. Early on in the film, one of the inciting incidents is when he kicks a dog. There's this little, what was it a pomeranian? It's a the pomegran- same dog he turns into. Yes, and when he turns into that dog that he abused. That's. Boy, it's that
2: sort of lesson in He left in life. out a really important part. He kicks the dog. <laughs> there are
3: no important parts to Quigley <laughs> And then slips on the dog's poop.
2: There are less, to be fair, there's less dog pee and poop jokes than you would expect from a movie like Quigley. In I wish there was more, or yeah. something. Yeah.
4: Part of the thing is that this film was made by religious people. Um, yes. This is a religious movie, and you could hear the genesis of this film when you're watching it, which probably no happened out. after a church meeting. They're probably in the basement. They finished playing bingo. Nice. What has
2: happened to movies?
4: And someone said, they don't make good movies anymore. Let's make a nice movie. Why can't... We'll show those Hollywood types that we know how to make a movie. And some guy said... With
2: comedy and values.
4: Comedy, values. The whole family could enjoy it. And someone in the congregation said, I have access to Busey. Wow. And someone said, I can get us booger. And they thought... And from that, the deal started getting... What about Anthony Perkins? "Uh, We can get Oz. Whoa. Well, uh, get us! Going. It's starting to come together, right? So there's like three stories, though. Like he becomes a dog, and he's it's like are... an Altman film. It's really like a Robert Altman <laughs> film, <laughs> right. except with Gary Busey instead You're, of Julianne Moore. Yes, going to heaven and coming back as <laughs> a dog, right? He's he's and, and Booger he's instead of and Benji. Benji. <laughs> we have to, we have to make, we have to just make one thing clear for those of you who don't believe this movie is real. When he comes back as the dog, right. Only Oz Perkins can see him as a human. So there's lots of scenes with the dog running around, another character scene. Then Oz Perkins shows up. You see... Gary Busey. Gary Busey on all, on all, all fours, fours with a dog collar around his neck. Oh my God. With an arm out to here with a glove telling him to sniff
2: it. I, I think that might actually make more sense if we explain who Oz Perkins is because when, when Busey dies, yes. he goes up to a really low Busey's rent. Busey's character. Busey's character, yeah. not Busey himself. No, I think this is going to happen when Busey <laughs> right. dies too. He goes to a really low rent version of heaven where <laughs> you can literally see the, the curtains and the painted it, backdrops. and the, Right. Like, remember in the 70s people would do their bathroom walls in, in, in <laughs> wallpaper that looked like clouds? <laughs> That's, the heaven that Gary and, used to go to. And Oz Perkins is the guardian angel who is tasked to shepherd the newly minted dog version of him German back shepherd. Our, yeah.
4: the, the heaven, I always thought, looked a little bit like those places you used to take, your parents used to take you for your photographs at the mall. Those weird photos of you and your brother and, your, and those clip-on ties that you give to your grandmother. That's where they, they obviously had this place in the, in the basement of the church yeah. right. and someone had access to a fog machine, probably the guy with had access to Busey. They fired up the fog machine. I'm guessing
3: it was Busey's fog or machine. Or Busey might have sneezed and a lot of <laughs> <Yeah>. white powder <laughs> came out. That oh, may or may not be true. Yeah, but there's AstroTurf in heaven if you did not know yeah, that. Yeah. They, if you go online, there's some great videos. There's an interview maybe we'll, I'll put at the end of uh, Gary Busey talking about the movie, but there's also outtakes. And they show during the outtakes that Busey's helping them put the set together for Heaven, which looks like someone's living room with a cloud background. And there's a couch, and he's putting on, like, heavenly... uh, Towels, (laughs) Heavenly towels over it to make it look like a heavenly couch. Yeah. Yeah. And you see him on the floor with the flowers, playing with flowers with the the, uh, other people working on the set. The church that financed
4: Plan 9 from Outer Space saw this film (laughs) and said, the production values here are just awful. The production values of this film is, it's like... If you're watching a porn without that obnoxious sex, you're just, just watching the, the scene setting God. up the
3: porn. And the music. Yeah. So there's, there's three stories going on. The first, So he becomes his dog, and now he's got a 1st save booger, Curtis Armstrong. Yeah. <laughs> he's his assistant, who's now being promoted for some reason, who's being promoted even before he died, to the head of this video game company that we never see any posters for video games.
4: And the only video game we see kind of makes Missile Command look like virtual reality. It's basically uh, ColecoVision. Makes fun. 1 look like Tron 2. Yeah. But yeah.
2: he's got to save Booger because he was sabotaging Booger, right? He was going to drop this CD-ROM on everybody that was going to ruin Booger's career. He
4: was going to
3: blame Booger for cutting everyone's job. <laughs> yeah. Which,
4: by the way, by the way, very similar plot to Tron, which everything got started when a CEO took away someone's program. Right but is. instead of being sucked into the computer, he becomes a dog. The CD. First but, time that sentence has ever been said in the right. history of humanity. By but the way,
3: they, it's a CD, and they keep calling it a CD rom a virtual reality CD-ROM. Right. right. Like, it's so uh, they're just making up terms. Well, point.
4: the part of the problem is you have religious people who have been going railing against video games suddenly making a film about video games well what do we know about video games? well they have those cd-rom virtual realities and they clearly have no clue how people play video games what they look for in video games oh. and they don't ask their children because their children are too busy praying
3: and oh. avoiding the smoking pot <laughs> yeah. here's a character i think so you can agree that this is the least favorite character the mm-hmm. janitor Oh, the janitor is, is I used one of the janitor scenes in an acting class, basically an, an overacting model. class. Yeah, an
4: overacting <laughs> class.
3: Yeah, the- he just goes over. He does a German accent, and again, if you could buy the DVD, the yeah. extras he has an interview where he takes it like it's so, like it's an actor studio interview, and he turns like, out he's not really German. German. He makes Kenneth Mars's German accent kind of seem very subdued and
4: respected, <laughs> You know. <laughs> Yeah, it's,
3: it's so terrible, and it's so slapsticky, and you just want to uh, punch him. And there's no reason why he's in a lot of these things. He's standing around behind Booger, who's the number one chairman. Why are you in Booger's office? The other character, let's not forget, is Dorian Wilson,
4: who is one of the security guards. They cut to the security oh, guards every once in a while. Inept security guards. Inept security guards. <laughs> and he was Eddie in Dream On. And I think that Do- all of Dorian Wilson's shots were from the same setup. He just—he clearly gave him one day, and I think only one camera setup. And, and someone, it, someone must have said, I have access to Dorian
3: Wilson, but only for 20 minutes. <laughs> and, and you say, "Day," that's very generous. The white security guard is the big, dumb, blonde guy from Coach, the TV show Coach. That's
4: right. That's right, and yeah. And
3: now he plays one of the fathers uh, of one of the main characters in How I Met Your Mother. And they just do this dumb, bumbling act. And also, on the outtakes on YouTube, you can see... Extra wacky stuff they did that didn't make it. Into the you film. can see that they'd been working some stuff out together.
2: Yeah, whenever whenever the lighting wasn't working, which I'm guessing was ninety percent of the time on set, that they they were working out little comedy bits that they might do together, like oh, one would turn and startle the other and stuff like that. Oh, it they is, do
3: a total Abbott Costello.
2: It's perfect comedy. All you have to do is add funny.
3: At The end of the storyline, he saves Booger from being a corporate shill, and immediately Booger falls in love with the woman. Right, He's dealing with this woman. He's Her character's name is the woman, by the way, if, you're, if you you're to. No, but she's like an assistant. She yeah. really do anything. And then immediately he goes, I've never noticed you before. Like, good. Yeah. yeah, let's move on to the next plot. Right. <laughs> Wrap it up.
4: Let's not forget the other big plot is that Busey has a brother who he has right. wronged. When he becomes the dog, his brother's daughter I guess Busey's niece befriends the dog and like it saves the dog saves her life because she's standing in the middle of a road and a car is like 50 miles 50 miles away from her yeah, and she's standing close. close and she starts screaming like oh, what do I do what do I do and of course it's a completely empty road except for one car it's further the way that Omar Sharif was to the well it's barreling in there and suddenly a little dog jumps on top of her and pushes her out of the way says, Knocks her down. you saved my life little humper and uh, <laughs> he's trying to hump my leg and I moved out of the way. And she comes home and the brother adopts and the brother is played by Christopher Atkins. Christopher Atkins. Are you, you saying Blue Lagoon? Still has awesome, awesome blonde hair. He does oh. have great hair. Yeah. And you know <laughs> they want the hair.
2: You know they wanted Brooke Shields. But they said, I can get you Atkins. We can get you someone who has definitely touched Brooke Shields. Right.
3: You know Blue Lagoon? I
2: can get you someone.
3: Associated. i get you the lagoon. One of the stars the Blue Lagoon. i get you the sands. I can get you some lagoon.
4: We're going to drop a pirate movie reference on us.
3: You, you know Pirates of the Caribbean? Yeah. i can get you someone from the pirate movie. because <laughs> Racken starting in the pirate movie. All right, slowed it down. All right, now <laughs> that's all right. We can take it right Atkins back up. Atkins is, is uh, a, a video game designer, also. Yes, but he's a maintenance worker. You, how do you know he works in maintenance? Because on his uniform is a big patch that says maintenance. <laughs> hey, you got to work for that patch. Yeah. Nice. Tells his wife like twenty minutes into the conversation. Oh, by the way, they made some changes at work. They cut things down, and one uh, of things I'm losing cut, the patch. <laughs> <laughs> they're cutting back things. <laughs> one of the things they're cutting back is my job. <laughs> right. yeah. And she right. goes, Oh my god well, should I go back to work? And he goes, oh, no, 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 no. Because it's a religious movie and women aren't doing work. Right.
4: That's
2: we're take right. care of the In kids. fact, when it originally screened in that church basement, everybody laughed at that. You mean I should go back to work, no, line?
0: No, yeah, no. no. People
2: threw things at the screen. They're living in a big house, though. With a giant bowl of plastic apples, too. Or are they real apples? They've got a lot of apples in this house. This is just my religious, religious thing term. I want to bring to everybody's attention. If you see Quigley, those people have more apples than you could ever possibly want in your life. I mean, Means
3: two things: either it's a religious thing, or uh, they had a lot of apples lined around. I think they had a lot Sweet. of apples.
4: I think that was the catering budget. There's a the strange, strange low budget quality to this film. Obviously, it's shot on video. Shot I was going to ask you. It's it shot it... on the quality of video. You can hear the camera humming. Like, some scenes, the, the date and time is in the lower nice. right-hand corner. You
3: hear
1: a phone ring in the background. Somebody going, I'm filming. <laughs> 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 filming.
4: On, on this phone. Right, <laughs> right? right on the phone. But uh, I love that Busey's character is supposedly a billionaire. Not just a millionaire, a billionaire. Yet his office is what you would expect for, like, a branch manager at a Merrill Lynch. You know, it's <laughs> he's... Doesn't have like a, If you're a billionaire in not a big city, you're going to be living like a sultan. Oh, you're a billionaire. You will be, own
1: the building. They'll be dropping cough syrup and circus
3: midgets out of planes for me. Yeah, get me. <laughs> <laughs> If you're a billionaire. And his, it looks like they went into the Museum of History and they shot in, because there's pillars, huge statues in his office. Like, that's what he wants in his office. That's what a billionaire A would
4: billionaire have has Egyptian stuff yeah, in
3: his office. Nice. I feel like the whole thing was shot in the museum. Well, maybe
4: that's another religious thing that they're trying to equate him. Maybe,
2: I mean, that's a Jewish thing. They I mean, had $15 and they blew 14 of it on apples. If
4: they had $15, <laughs> they blew 14 of it on Oz Perkins's wardrobe because he shows up in a
2: different outfit every time. Are you kidding? Scene. Those are his clothes. I know. Are you Oh, it's act. always like part of it, his clothes are basically always like suits the color of Skittles, if I, remi- if I remember correctly. <laughs> is that it? It's like, yeah. oh, he's yeah. in a grape suit now. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. The dressing room was like one big long yellow bus that said yeshiva <laughs> on the side of it.
3: <laughs> I love the fact that you know this is a bad movie when you guys are blaming it on the Jews. That's you guys, right. You know it's not good. Movie. They ruined everything. Well, the, the mother, these kids yeah. are in this house and they say, we want to go to bed. And she says, go to bed. And they say, oh, can we play video games? And the mom goes, yes, but only for one hour. And then yeah. you got to go to bed. So you have kids. Yeah. Can you imagine telling your boys? Oh, and then they go, like, oh, mom, more than an hour. Can you imagine? Like, you can play video games for an hour. No, it's a, a, when I want to
4: have them do something for an hour, I say, do this for 10 minutes. Then they go in there and say, oh, just a little bit longer, just a little bit. So the beauty is you could pop in something like Toy Story and it gives you 90 minutes to get something done around
1: Amen. the house. That's
2: because they have no God. <laughs> Damn they kids in and quickly they had God. My kids
4: have Thomas the tank engine That's right and, and believe me, that's closest God as no, I've so We've, We've got, got Tribbles
3: oh. Right here in River City. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It rhymes with T and stands for pool. But I just love it. She's like, you got to go to bed. <laughs> yeah. You just you tried to just sort of like, and that's the end of the Music Man references. I
0: think that was well reference. done. I think, yeah, I think yeah. that's why. It's...
3: Yeah, but I just think like, it's so funny. It's like you want the kids to go to bed. You can only eat a whole pie. Yeah. And then you got to go to bed. Yeah,
0: oh, yeah. a whole pie? <laughs> oh, <laughs>
4: oh, enti- right, two pies, but that's it. But it's also, that's it goes back to that this was written and directed by people who don't play video games. They, they don't understand what, you know, you're sitting in there and if you give them an hour, they'll be, you know, they'll take up
3: a month. The dog discovers the <laughs> video game. He pushes his nose, and he finds that this is a great video game. And he somehow he brings it to the masses. And
4: it's a great video game, yeah. It, it's like it, <laughs> it's, the worst. It, it's, it, it, it's like it, it's not as advanced as Yars' Revenge. <laughs> it's like one step up from Pong. No, it's like it's like one of those weird games that you have. remember. They used to have like you would. Put like a piece of fe- cellophane on the TV, and the static would hold it steady. <laughs> the and you just put a little light, yeah, like Odyssey, exactly, Odyssey. yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: Sure. Odyssey two, Magnavox Odyssey two, where yeah. you would put uh, plastic overlays over the screen.
4: Yeah, well, that was uh, that was. I
2: had a friend who had that.
4: <laughs> yeah, my friends had my my friends the
3: Doyle's had. And we thought, oh my god, it's it's so realistic. It's, it's- Can I just be honest? With you? I I bought an Odyssey two, did, did, with I the plastic over. overlays. No, with the plastic overlays, uh, Chris, our friend Christian was sent an email was at a convention of video games. He said, anyone need anything? I was like, you got to get me an Odyssey two. And I paid a lot of money for it, and I've used it once. I so sure I is. turned it on. I was like, this is great. I used it for four minutes and got bored. That always sounds like a good idea. <laughs> I've got the
1: Super <laughs> Nin- Nintendo Entertainment System with the, with the duck hunt gun and everything, not even open.
3: Right, but it seemed like a great idea when you bought it. At a
1: garage sale for 15 bucks, I'm like, sold.
3: Yeah. Freaking sold that story was worth sixteen bucks, so you yeah.
2: saved a
1: dollar. I think. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. two apples. That'll buy, yeah. apples <laughs> That'll buy a lot of apples. That'll buy a lot of apples. I mean, I'm And the of
2: the yeshiva, I gotta say, if you see quickly, just look at the giant bowl of apples. that's yeah. always in the middle of the table. I can't. I can't get over that. Maybe it's like oranges you see, you
4: see in the see. Godfather. Oranges in the Godfather always represented death. Whenever the, yeah. someone was, whenever someone ate an orange, or there was an orange in the background, or there was, you watch the Godfather. All three Godfathers. Wherever there's oranges, there's death. Right.
2: Maybe there's something similar. Maybe. Apples equal life I don't know But when that guy says He's lost his job My thought is Well they've still got the orchard Well you know
1: what <laughs>
2: <laughs> Well you know what What was the
1: thing With Adam and Eve uh, it, with, uh, with, with, with the apples
2: It actually They never
4: specifically Said apple in the bible So it could It could
1: have been A watermelon Right It could have been a fig
2: <laughs> I'd like to think It was a watermelon It can't right? be a watermelon <laughs> Because it was from a tree that yes. much they say in the Bible, and I know oh, uh, I know you're not exactly a farmer, Sully. But well, they, if they were like, two well, wait a second, wait a second, but, <laughs> but you're, you are like you you somehow found a fruit that doesn't grow on trees. But there's also snakes don't
4: talk. You had a talking snake, so uh, why is it so outlandish? You could have a watermelon he, tree. He didn't
3: talk. He inferred. Right. With his nose, he was a <laughs> <race>. snake
2: <laughs> with very, very impressive eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> All right, was a Jewish snake. You son <laughs> of a. Well, yeah, there were a lot of Christians around back then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a hard one to. Too. Yeah, no. on the fundamentalists. Yeah. <laughs> screw you guys. And in
4: conclusion, uh, I'm currently
3: working on my spec Quigley 2. No. Not funny. <laughs> Quigley Christmas movie is coming out next year. No. And no. UK website. They say they sold over almost 10.5 uh, million copies. What? I'm so depressed right now. Quigley goes Christmas or something.
4: Now like is that. it with? Now did
3: they get Busey? He might be available. They don't say either way. Hey, they get Dorian Wilson. <laughs> he's
1: got a three-month-old at home now, and I think I don't think he's going pretty much anywhere. Who, he's three-month-old old what? Daughter. Busey? Gary Busey? Yeah, I got Jake on. I talk to Jake all the time. He's like, dude, I got a little sister. She's like, like three weeks old. And I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, my dad just <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, like... And, all, and it, despite all that Quigley stuff, I mean, how many of us get to live up in Malibu?
3: No, that's Quigley money hey, right. That's <laughs> Quigley
4: money Right It's At- called This house is called Casa del Quigley oh, Yep, the absolutely
1: Quigley. Look around This is the house That yep. Quigley built When we come back What are we going to talk about?
3: We're going to talk uh, A little bit about Sully This is Eric Siska From the We Hate Movies podcast Just calling to say I think uh, Probably Resent Is one of my favorite Podcasts out there Really liked the episode For Nailgun Massacre I hadn't heard of the film Check it out Man, every movie should begin with a gang rape, right? Anyway, I also like this other podcast called Yeah, It's That Bad. Um, if you want to listen to our podcast, uh, We Hate Movies, Podcast.com. We just did an exploitation flick called Young Cycle Girls. And we do a lot of bigger stuff, too, like we just did Superman 3 and 4. All right, thanks. You know... Uh... It's really cool having you guys here tonight. We're doing uh, something different that you would normally do on your shows. So we're doing proudly resents the right. podcast. You know what? On you, Retro Radio.
1: Can I tell you something? I wish I had the time to to read the comic books, and I really wish I had the time to play the video games, and I really wish I had the time to watch bad movies. I mean, I'm glad you guys are stepping up to the plate and doing this. Wow, so you're making it man. sound like we
2: waste all our time, and you don't. No, 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 no. no I
1: want to do it. You. I yeah. feel
4: like a responsible father. That's
1: no, I, I, you know what? Because I, I, I try to take something and I try to run with it. And I see everybody, every every podcast, because right now Retro Radio Live is the number one radio show on, on like the globe. It's insane right now, uh-huh. and and Wait, depends on the globe, right? It depends on which right. planet, not Earth, <laughs> not Earth, but, no, but a planet. This desk globe over here, yeah. <laughs> right? Is it the one with the number one? Yeah. On it? And and I see either everybody, everybody on, on like the AAA level are either doing one thing or another. They're not doing like a mult up a plethora of things, and I thought it was plethora,
2: plethora.
3: Okay. Thora was in Star Trek Three, <laughs> right. I those are the things that
2: stuck to the walls, right? Yes. And then, yes. then it like jumped the on your face. That sucked your, yeah. <laughs> your ass out of your it was back. On, it was on the
1: <laughs> Genesis Planet, yes. basically. yes, with Captain Pike. Living well in Talos 4. Okay, fine. Captain,
2: the engine room is full of plethoras. <laughs> nothing I can do, Captain.
1: <laughs> so I think it's you cool. You r-
4: made
2: Scotty Russian. <laughs> <laughs> it was Chekhov stealing his <laughs> lines. Oh, uh, <Right>. yeah. That's <laughs> when Chekhov thought he was Scotty. Remember that one? <laughs> <laughs> plethora. All right. But go on. You were making back, a point about plethora. No, yeah. So Eric, right.
3: Eric Danger Ninehouse, Paul yes. Sully Sullivan, Adam Feld Felber, and Adam Spiegel, Spiegel, Spiegelman. Spiegel. Spiegel. Spiegelman. We
4: really put our back into these nicknames.
3: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought of them on the way here. But Sully Sullivan, Paul Sully. Uh, Paul, you do a great job. You were on a baseball podcast. And I, you were very funny, but I don't want to plug them because they didn't know your name. And they called you Sully Sullivan I know. the whole time. I <laughs> know. That was, I uh... it was really fun. But check uh, SullyBaseball.com. Yeah. And it, yeah, that's a great website. It's actually a really good website. But, Paul, you also directed a movie. Yes, I did. And it was called Quickly. Wow. Quickly. <laughs> it was awkward. I directed a film called I'll Believe You,
4: which is available on iTunes, Amazon, Netflix. We actually saw the inside of about 30 movie theaters. It uh, yeah. was not a four-wall release. Okay.
1: You're on Netflix place. now? Yeah, on Netflix right now. I got Netflix up there. There right. you go. That's a ghetto Netflix. Oh, That's, that's, the, the, we'll, we'll, that's, the, four, that's the 450 we'll, Netflix. We'll put ourselves
2: on ghetto Netflix. <laughs> you don't care. <laughs> I mean, it's net but it's spelled with a G-N. But, but, yeah, <laughs>
1: we, <laughs> <laughs> Netflix.
4: Netflix. You guys shot it down in Florida. Yeah, we shot the film a few years ago in Melbourne, Florida, which is a town near Cape Canaveral that, I, that I've that i really always had a nice time. And we shot it down there, and we got some good people to be in it. David Allen Bache is our star. We had Patrick Warburton, who was putty on Seinfeld. He was Chris called. Elliott. Chris Elliott. I love Chris, Chris Elliott. Chris Elliott's amazing. Ed Helms. How'd you get Chris Elliott. He liked our script. We sent our script to him. Fred Ward, uh, uh, Fred, Willard. Fred Willard, Fred Willard, not Fred, Fred Ward. Ward. Not great with that, not, not Remo Williams, yep. but we got Fred Willard. Uh, Thomas Gibson uh, was in the film. Greg from Dharma and Greg. He's on the yeah. That's very cool. He's yeah, a really good actor. He's very he's a very very talented actor. Yep. he's believable. And uh, Susie Felber. Adam's yes. sister. My has, sister's in that movie. Oh, is she? She's wonderful in the film. It's, it's a science fiction comedy about nice. a radio station host who starts getting phone calls that might be from an extraterrestrial. That's it's a very cool premise. And the people of, in the Floridian town are just crazy enough to believe it because people in Florida are slightly nuts. Slightly. And I don't think this story would have worked anywhere other than Florida. Right. And it's a, it's a f- comedy with science fiction and a mystery to it. And I. I'm proud of it. You know, it, it was it is it the greatest film of all time? Is it yes. better? Yes. Is it better than yes. Lawrence of Arabia? <laughs> yes. yes. Is it the new Godfather? Yes. yes. Does it belong on Criterion Collection? Yes. yes. So go out and rent, <laughs> I'll believe you. It's available on DVD and Betamax. I'd I'll come over and just say the lines in your house. Nice. Okay. We shot it in the summertime in central Florida because we're really smart.
1: And the um, humidity wasn't bad at all. Oh my god.
4: I actually <laughs> lost like I lost like I lost thirty pounds and I got married about two months after we shot. I was never thinner nor more handsome in my life.
3: Yeah. yeah, I'm not sure we're ready to get married but look how good I look The pictures are going to be great <laughs> It's going to be now because it
4: shouldn't be after I drink that next glass of water <laughs>
3: <laughs> He did not have water until after the honeymoon right.
4: We shot it in Florida We shot it all around some beaches in Florida nice. We shot at Gatorland in Orlando Which was the single most surreal day of my life because I don't know if you, you know what Gatorland is. It's the first amusement park they built in Florida. And it's all, every movie that goes that needs an alligator goes there. Because they have all these alligators who were born in captivity or hatched in captivity. first day we were there, this guy, was Bill Williams, who was the guy who was the alligator wrangler, sort of clapped his hands and all these gators stuck their head out of the water that we didn't know were there. And like a couple of old ones came lumbering up. You could touch him. You can pet him. Fuck that. And yeah, not uh, really. <laughs> we had Chris Elliott, who is our most expensive actor.
1: Oh, my God.
4: In a scene with live gators. And he was supposed to walk up to one them while he's giving a uh, one of his <laughs> scenes. And he's tossing chicken into their mouth. And in the middle of the scene, unscripted, he sits on the back of a gator oh. and continues his lines. And all of us had all of us wet our pants just
1: waiting for the death scene
4: <laughs> after dur- during the course of the fi- during the course of the shooting he kept calling me john landis
1: really yeah he kept saying
4: <laughs> and we all say that we should pay- pull out a full paid ad at hollywood Reporter that says to chris elliott we've lost an angel <laughs> for the cast and crew of i'll believe you and no cabin boy too is that
3: the excuse no. <laughs> right Cabin <laughs> boy T O O. we were at your wedding were you at uh, paul's wedding adam i was that was that your wedding you were at one of my
4: weddings. You'll, you'll, that fr- point. you'll forgive me. The day was slightly a blur. Yeah, it might be. Uh, well, you say <laughs> that, except there was a Red Sox game. There was a Red Sox. The thing that I most the Red Sox beat the A's in uh, eleven innings on a home run by Trot Nixon. My wife, who is not a big baseball fan, my wife had a hidden a home plate and a glove at the where we at the podium also. where we were. Oh, get really? Mary, and we were outside, and she. Pulled out the ball and the glove, oh. and she threw out the first pitch to me. That's it very was romantic, low and outside, but I would have taken a cut at it. So it
3: a—he's a- <laughs> judging the pitch. That's how obsessed he is with baseball. Yes, Eric. What? Retro Radio Live.
1: Retro Radio Live. Just go to the Retro and you can hear just—you
3: know what? Check out all the episodes. Just the,
1: everything's there,
3: and you can see what actor you want to hear about or interview. You interview a lot of great—I uh, actors from. Everybody else is talking about the ones we have on. Make sure you right. Including Jeremy London and Jason London. And Run D M C, And Run DMC. And Sheila Jaffe. And no, who's John, John Savage. John Savage. Flash. Flash. Anybody uh, who's per- ever Curtis
1: Armstrong, uh Jason London, Jeremy London. If it, the guy was ever in tights in his acting career, yep. he's on your The show. Flash, how many times? Michael Gray from Shazam. Jackson Boswick. Jackson Boswick.
3: Jackson Boswick. Jackson. Jackson. Got I got had him on. I had him on. Sully. Yeah. SullyBaseball.com yep dot com. Yep. Yep. Adam, we have a uh, real time with Bill Maher. Uh-huh. St- but you have to you, you have to
4: make it clear that Adam works on real time with Bill Maher. You're not just telling Adam that real time with Bill Maher
3: happens to be on. No, here. he's a big. That's fan. true. No, I'm a, a big big fan. You. Yeah, uh, no, Adam's I've a got right. it, I've got it set on my TiVo. Uh, Adam's a writer for Bill Maher, and you're also panelist for. Wait, wait, don't tell me. On Hollywood Square. I, I am course. on um, a show called Proudly Resents. Go on iTunes and you love the show. Cause it helps a bit. All right.
0: Thanks for listening to proudly resents. Make a comment or suggest a film at reachadam at mac dot com. That's reachadam at mac dot com, or on our comment line. You ready? Get a pencil. <laughs> I'll wait. Okay, got one. Okay, to call six four six four eight one. 5476. That's our comment line. 646-481-5476. Six, four, six, four, Keep it clean and short. We might air it. Join us on Facebook or be old school and go to our website, proudlyresents.com. If you like the show, put the episode up on your Twitter, Facebook, stumble upon, dig, you know, all those things. Tell a friend. I'm Eddie Pepitone and my Twitter account is at Eddie Pepitone.